It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Wendell Carter saves the day. A put-back dunk to give the Orlando Magic a crucial victory coming out of the All-Star break. Why that's both a really good thing, but also signs for concern as the Magic try to make their postseason push. Let's get to it. It's take two for me of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed locked on magic. Today is February 24th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic get a crucial victory on a buzzer beating putback by Wendell Carter. Why that shows the details that Magic do need to win games, but also shows why there are still a lot of details to fill in. We'll dive into all of that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. At the end of the day, all that's going to matter for the Orlando Magic as they try to make this play-in push, as they try to make this postseason push, all that is going to matter is did you win the game? We're going to get to process. We're going to get to some of the stuff that's kind of big picture concerning in our second segment. Because this game is really about kind of putting things into two boxes. There's the box of, they won the game, that's all that matters in the standings. And the box of, well, there's still a lot of things that this team needs to put together to win these games more often. 
And we're going to deal with that first box, that, that second box, uh, that first box first. I forget which box I had. We're going to deal with that first box first of the Magic did enough to win. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. The conversation that we're having today is very, very different if the Magic lose this game, obviously. But that's the power of winning and losing. And, and, and that's kind of the gravity that I think this team is going to be spending a good chunk of the final 23 games, now 22 games, really coming to grips with and understanding. It was a big thing that they focused on during their practices coming out of the All-Star break. Was understanding and learning the power of wins and losses. And how quickly those two things can change and flip and and and, and, cha- and change how you view everything. At the end of the day, the standings do not care how much you win by. A 20-point win is worth just as much as a 2-point one. As much as a 1.1. As much as an overtime win. As much as a game where you put your, your bench reserves in or a game where you play your starters 40 minutes. When you're in the middle of a play-in chase and the only thing that determines success or failure in that chase is whether you win or lose, it doesn't matter how it happens. But this Magic team is obviously after something a little bit more. Um, they they want to grow and learn. And, and, and you know, even though Jamal Mosley is now saying play-in chase and postseason chase, um, like the rest of his team, like the rest of us, he would continue to tell you and say that, that it's still about growth and progress. So here's the biggest point of growth because so much of what the Magic talked about during the break was about learning the details, understanding the little things it's going to take to win. And Wendell Carter's game-winning basket is a perfect example of this. Wendell Carter said after the game, both on Valley Sports Florida broadcast as well as after the game to the media, that Coach Jesse Mermis, assistant coach Jesse Mermis, came up to him and said, follow Paolo's shot. That last play was designed for Paolo Bancaro to get a shot. And as he got into the lane, collapsed the defense around him, drew Isaiah Stewart up, Wendell Carter followed him, slipped in behind Stewart, and, and as that shot came off the rim, Carter timed his jump perfectly to throw it down with a dunk for the win, just before the buzzer sounded. And after review clearly showed that it was off the rim, hashtag, we need FIBA goaltending rules, after the, after the play showed it was clearly off the rim, the Magic could celebrate a win, 108-106. to 106. Again, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Did the Magic win? Yes. Check. Done. We're out of here. <laughs> that makes it a successful game because with Indiana losing, the Magic now half game behind the Pacers for 11th in the East. You know, yes, Toronto. I think Toronto. I think won. You know, I'm I'm not looking that far up the standings, but every win is going to feel important. You know, we're suggesting 14 and 9, 15 and 8 the rest of the way uh, in order to make the play, in, in order to have a real shot at making the play in tournament. So one win down, and it was that little detail that meant everything. Because if Wendell Carter doesn't follow that shot, we're headed to overtime. If you know that, if again, little details. If he touches that ball before it's off the rim, we're going to overtime. And who knows what's going to happen in overtime? Who knows what will happen there? There is still a lot to clean up. Don't get me wrong. 
But there's still a, there's a lot to appreciate about this game too. And honestly, just getting to the point where the Magic were in control, had a chance to win, is as much a sign of growth as anything. The Magic really struggled to shoot in this game. The Magic really struggled to get offensive consistency. And that's where they really changed things. They got that consistency. They, they, they got their defense to play consistently throughout. This game played out exactly like the December game in Detroit, to be perfectly honest. The Pistons made a ton of threes. They were shooting pretty well for most of the game. Orlando couldn't buy a bucket. And that was a game the Magic lost by 20, or the Magic lost their composure. But in this game, Orlando kept their composure and really let their defense lead the way. Their defense is what got them to the finish line. They stopped Detroit's offensive rebound attack. They limited their free throws really well, actually, um, you know, say for a few stretches. They challenged shots in the paint. They contested threes. Detroit made them. But that was really the saving grace for the Pistons was they were so reliant on the three-point shot. That's what got them back in the game. That's, you know, that's, that's a lot of things happened there. But Orlando's defense was that bedrock in a way that enabled their offense to struggle and to find their way. In that sense, yes, this game showed a ton of growth and a ton of those details that are going to matter. But by the same token, there is a lot this team still needs to work on. And there's no hiding it, hiding from it. The Pistons are one of the worst teams in the league. There are going to be tougher challenges and tougher games ahead than the Pistons. And the Magic have to be more attentive to detail if they're going to pull those games out and take care of business moving forward. And that's also what this game displayed. How much work the Magic still have to do. We're going to dive into some of that work coming up here in just a moment. But first, this episode of Locked on Magic is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I've been in therapy in several points in my life. It has helped me tremendously to have someone to talk to. Someone who comes at you without judgment or expectation. Someone who can kind of take an unbiased look at your life. Speak harsh truths to you, but also be in your corner. And and while friends and family are great and definitely lean on them when you can, having that outside perspective to give you a new look look at things, someone who is learning you and in your corner from the beginning can help tremendously to help solve whatever whatever problem you're dealing with, whatever you need to talk about. Just having someone even to talk to and give you that fresh perspective can be really liberating as well. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, 
helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A lot of the Magic's time, or at least what they told us a lot of their time, a lot of their time coming out of the All-Star break was spent looking back at some of their miscues. They know it. We know it. This Magic team struggles late in games. This Magic team has had a lot of issues closing games out and winning these close contests. And it is... I don't want to say a, a, a huge problem, but this is the kind of stuff that is the difference between winning and losing basketball games. This is the kind of stuff that is the difference for a young team in making a play and push and not. And, and, and so much of what this is is about getting the experience being in those moments. So a lot of the Magic's time in, 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 coming out of the All-Star break was spent watching playoff games to understand how games flip and turn. They turn on putbacks like Wendell Carter's basket. So in that sense, yeah, they learned. They learned a critical detail. They turn on the missed layup that Paolo Bancaro had in the loss to the Knicks. A two-point game turned into a four-point game because Jalen Brunson just hit shots on them and the Magic could no longer answer. It turns on sometimes random stuff. You know, there's a play in Thursday's game where the Magic nearly had to steal twice, but that took them out of position, gave Detroit a basket, and all of a sudden we had ourselves a game. A lot of these details are the details the Magic are still working on and still working toward because as much as I think Orlando did a lot of really good things down the stretch, they're still missing something. You know, they were really shorthanded rebounding all night long, except for one. A rebound off a free throw that Paolo had was knocked off of Paolo Bancaro, and he was good rebounding all night, just missed that rebound. That gave the Pistons an extra possession. They missed that shot, but there you have it. A 24-second shot clock violation when Markel Fultz got stuck through a bad pass to Bancaro and gave him a hot potato, which, you know, if you read the ESPN article, is a big no-no in the league. Um, but, hey... At least that was a dead ball turnover. It was a 24-second shot clock violation, not a missed shot, not a run out, not anything like that. At least you ate up all the time. So maybe that's a good detail, maybe not. Whether we want to, whether this was the plan or not, not fouling Isaiah Stewart when he caught the ball with less than 10 seconds left with the Magic up by three, that's the kind of detail in a playoff game you have to get right. And Jaden Ivey hit a tough three. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna take credit away from Wendell Carter. I thought the switch was a little soft, but he got up there and challenged at three. But Ivy was in a rhythm. You needed to be up into him. You needed to be you need whatever the percentages told you. You needed to be up into him. And 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 at that point, a drive doesn't kill you. Only a three does. But those are the details that you have to experience and know how to handle in order to do well with them. The magic are still missing this experience. And they're still missing a lot of these details. More importantly, Orlando 
has just been unable to go for the kill. For lack of a better way to say it, the Magic don't close the door late in games. Entering Thursday's game, the Orlando Magic have a 102 offensive rating in clutch situations. They're 13 and 19 in clutch situations overall now. Entering Thursday, the 102, I think it's 102.7, 102.4 offensive rating in clutch situations. Obviously not good. Their defense gives up 121.7 points per 100 possessions in clutch situations. So if you have this feeling and this perception that, hey, the Magic seem to be in close games or have the lead in close games and give up the lead a lot, the numbers back you up on that. Because even though the Magic's defense can play really well, and again, I thought did some good things down the stretch, even against the Pistons, they're still missing a lot of the big details they need to win these games. And honestly, the biggest detail of them all is making shots down the stretch. Paolo Bancaro had a pull-up jumper and a really good look uh, for him uh, late in the game that I think would have put the Magic up seven and would have just frankly closed the door completely on this game. It's a make-or-miss league. It was a make-or-miss shot. He missed it, and that door just stayed slightly ajar enough. Look, Orlando didn't make a ton of mistakes down the stretch. They made their free throws. Yeah, they had a turnover here and there. Yeah, they had a turnover. They had a missed layup by Markel Fultz that I thought was pretty big. They didn't, they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. But Detroit's intensity and desperation to win, Detroit made shots and just kept that pressure kind of going. And Orlando just couldn't answer it. And in a close game, like, yeah, Orlando was able to keep Detroit away until they eventually tied it, and then they won the game, and again, that's all that matters in the end. The Magic still have all these little details they have to figure out and sort through if they're going to compete at a playoff level, if they're going to complete this postseason push and make the playoffs a reality. That's... That's part of the equation here. Like, we can't deny that this is uh, this has been a problem for the team. It's cost them several games. But it's one that is kind of the next evolution for this team. It's not just barely being merely in close games, but doing all the little things. The little things that don't even show up, show up on a statue that are just play-by-play things that make it easier for them to win. And yeah, one of them is simply making shots more consistently. You can't tell, you know, that that's part of it. Now, granted, I will say this. I think the Magic are making it a point to put the ball in Paolo Bancaro's hands late in these games. I think the Magic do want Paolo to feel this experience. And yeah, sometimes even the failure that comes from late game situations. They know eventually that is his time. Give him the ball. Let him do his work. And, and again, he missed the game-winning layup but that drive put Wendell Carter in a position to make that game-winning play. Just because Ben Carroll missed doesn't mean he's a GOAT or, 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 or not better than. The Magic got the opportunity to make that shot because of him. And a lot of what they do is because of him. Even still, even though he's not getting the line as much, even, if he, even though he's struggling with his shot a little bit more. But the Magic have talked all week about these details. And it's clearly something they're still learning. As much as the pressure of this play-in chase 
it needs to be applied, and we need to see how they respond to this pressure. It's the experience of it and learning from their mistakes and getting better that's going to matter in the long run. But for now, it's the late-game stuff is shaky. And whether Magic are able to make a play and push or not, like I said way back in August, it's going to depend on how the Magic play in close games. If the Magic can pull out wins in these close games, that's going to flip things. You look back at 2019, that's how the Magic flipped things. That's how the Magic got into the playoffs. Got win on that 22-9 run. They were the best fourth quarter team in the league. They had the most come from behind victories in the fourth quarter in the entire league in 2019. This team is going to have a tough time being that. But they've got to be better late in games if they're going to make that true playoff push. We're going to chat. We're going to go through the box score again here real fast. Talk a little bit about individual performances. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for the 2023 Nissan Aria Player of the Week. It's brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Our Player of the Week, since we had only one game, is none other than Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter provided the most electrifying, fierce, powerful, elegant play that you can think of, getting the game-winning dunk to help the Orlando Magic defeat the Detroit Pistons on Thursday night. It wasn't even just that, though. Wendell Carter was a solid foundation for the Magic's drive to a victory with 14 points and 14 rebounds, providing the firm base for a strong Magic defensive performance. It's for that reason that Wendell Carter is our the, our most electric player of the week, brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-you-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria is the EV for people who love to drive. So shop now at NissanUSA.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's go through the box score real fast as the Orlando Magic defeat the Detroit Pistons. Like I said, Wendell Carter, 14 points, 14 rebounds, 6 offensive rebounds, 5 for 13 shooting. Just an absolutely stunning, fantastic game. And I don't even think the numbers really tell you how good his game was. He was just so solid um, as a defender, like really helping lock down the paint. You know, you know me, I like to go through some of these, these key talking points. Magic outscored the Pistons 19-8 on second chance points. Again, six offensive rebounds for Wendell Carter is a huge thing. They outscored Detroit 44-26 in the paint. Detroit shot just 13-31 for in the paint. That is a big reason why the Magic won. Their paint defense was outstanding, and it is why they stayed in this game. Because you can't take threes forever in this league. Even in this league, you can't. You've got to get some paint points. The Magic locked the paint out. The Pistons were at eight points in the paint like midway through the third quarter. It was... Some incredible defense, and Wendell Carter deserves a lot of credit for that. 
I think his shooting woes were also due to the Pistons' length. The Magic weren't great in the paint themselves. Um, I think Jalen Duran, Isaiah Stewart, James Wiseman really bugged him uh, and, and and prevented him from getting some of those putbacks. Um, you know, there's just there's a lot of frustration there in there as well. Uh, but the Magic, I think, did a lot of really really good things uh, on that end. Again, Wendell Carter was such a big part of it. It was good to see Franz Wagner bounce back. 21.7 for 13, shooting two for five from deep was his first 20-point game in nearly a month. We got to see Franz, you know, Franz looked very refreshed and, and looked like he was able to attack and get to the basket, hit hit a couple threes. I thought he played very, very well. Um, you know, again, just gave the Magic the solid foundation and base that they want, that they needed from him. Markel Fultz was uh, outstanding in this game, was really a big catalyst for the Magic. 14 points, 6 for 14 shooting, 8 assists in the game, 2 steals as well. He was super active defensively. I thought his defense was really good. He was guarding... Uh, who was he guarding? He was guarding Killian Hayes for most of the game. Um, I thought he did a really good job being disruptive. He's, we know he's going to get some deflections. He got picked up a steal for a run-out dunk. Um, but his play in the third quarter especially helped the Magic extend the lead out to 14, really helped build their lead, and, and good things were happening. The ball was moving decently well uh, when Fultz was in the game. You know, it was a weird passing game because Orlando did have 27 assists on 39 makes, so the ball was moving. But there are 14 turnovers for 20 Detroit points that really fed the Pistons' offense a little bit. Um, some of that was just imprecise passing, and I think a lot of the Magic's misses, 41.1% shooting, 12 for 31 from me on the arc, I think a lot of the Magic's misses were because of imprecise passing. You know, you hear coaches say, on-time, on-target passes, this is what they mean. You can't have passes going low that aren't in the shooter's pocket, making it harder to shoot, giving the defense a chance to, to reacclimate. You got to be pinpoint passing, and and the Magic were just kind of sloppy on that end. As it was, you know, first game out of the All Star break, it, it looked like a preseason game for both teams. Honestly, it was just very very sloppy on that end, even with good energy from everybody. Um, off the bench, I really like Cole Anthony's games game. I know he was minus fifteen on the plus minus, the team worst on the team, um, but I thought he you know played well. He was in the game when the Magic gave up a fifteen zero run, gave up their fourteen point lead, trailed by one, but early in the fourth quarter. He made some big shots to really stabilize the team. 15 points, 5 for 12 shooting, 3 for 3 from deep, 4 assists for Cole, 1 turnover. He did. He played really well, in my opinion. Um, I thought that he, again, stabilized the team offensively, which is just so critical late in those games. So I thought he gave the team a, a really big lift when they needed it. Um, other notable scores, Gary Harris at 12. Paolo Bancaro, 11 points, 4 for 13 shooting, 0 for 1 from deep. I like that he was only 0 for 1 from deep. He didn't settle for threes. I don't think he really settled for his jumper. He's just struggling to finish around the rim. I'll have to pull up some numbers on that, but his finishing around the basket's really decreased, and I think that's a big reason why we're seeing a drop in his scoring. He's not getting to the foul line as much. He's got to find a way to, to continue to initiate contact. He continues to put pressure. But on the plus side, six rebounds. I thought he was really active on the glass. Six assists. Moved the ball really, really well. Um, you know, So again, I think there's still some good things from Paolo. I, I wouldn't be worried about Paolo, but again, the Magic do need him to increase his scoring and, and find some efficiency again. So that, that's definitely something to, to keep an eye on. The Magic again shoot 41.1% from the floor, 38.7% from deep. So solid game there. 14 turnovers for 20 points. Detroit with 21 turnovers for 21 points. So again, the Magic's defense did a real good number. Even though Detroit shoots 45.7% from floor and 50%, 17 for 34 from beyond the arc, Orlando was in control of this game for most of the second half. A lot of lead changes, but... The Magic were largely in control. Pistons ever led by more than five. That was early in the game. Um, the Magic's defense deserves a lot of credit. And again, late in the game, the defense faltered a little bit. The Magic just need to make some shots down the stretch, and, and these games will feel a lot more comfortable. In the end, 
All that matters, Wendell Carter hit the game-winning dunk, uh, dunking it over uh, whoever he dunked it over, dun- dunking, dunking it off the Palo Bancaro miss to give the Magic a huge win. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in. Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Game-to-Game NBA podcast. All the analysis go around the league with every performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, Game Locked On Magic, and Phil Cross, we'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.